0: Hi everybody. Welcome to Old School. Very cool to be here. And uh Francesca Fiorentinis with us. Come on everyone. 80. Put it together. Yeah. And uh Ben Mankiewicz also. Come on everyone. Put it together. Yeah. It's uh and I'm Mark Thompson. Uh Ooh. The, the big bra- <laughs> 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 Yes, hold your applause if you will. Hold your applause. They're
1: not booing, oh, yeah. they're saying Mark Thompson.
0: <laughs> yes, let uh, So I'm not going to wait on this. I have questions because I haven't seen you, Francesca, since you're uh, you're pregnant now. You have uh, this yeah. is very exciting.
2: Yeah. Uh, but Tell we, us a little I, something I'm about gonna bore Ben because we've talked about it, but but I am farther along. Oh, it's super fun to be pregnant, you know, uh, <laughs> by choice, you know. Oh,
0: that okay, yeah. There's that, yeah.
2: It's uh, it's fun to be pregnant by choice. Um, very popular. Everyone loves a pregnant person by choice. <laughs> no, uh, it is a weird. It's a very much a weird time uh, to be pregnant, and uh, especially having at least for now a female. Um, feeling like I think maybe the most rights she's ever gonna have are now, in the womb. So I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, <clears throat> angle a, a, you know, a Glock or some kind of 9 millimeter up in there, and you know she can <laughs> arm herself truly uh, and get a job or something, you know, all the things. So no, but it, it's yeah. been good. It's a fun moment, but it's definitely one of those moments where you you get very. I think moms can often get politicized. Uh, too late for me. I'll, I was already politicized, but uh, very much understanding like the broad reproductive health and how abortion is just one facet and yet such a crucial facet of reproductive health and how we all, whether it's you know your mom or your you know if you're not able to have kids, if it's you, your mom, your sister, someone you know, your wife. You know, sixty percent of people who choose to have abortions are already parents, because that's the reality of living. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so it it's definitely a politicizing moment in terms of like, oh yeah, all this stuff is connected, and damn it, we need maternal health care, we need reproductive health care, and we just need health care generally. So yeah,
0: I mean, what's interesting to me though is that you kind of were probably hip to all this stuff before you got pregnant, but you're. It sounds to me like you're saying, yeah, I was, but there's something that happens when you're actually pregnant. It kind of just broadens your horizon,
2: yeah, cause it's devastating to think that, oh, if I'm in Texas and something awful happens with the you know the the fetus or whatever, like that I'm just gonna have to bleed out or people are going to think I'm a criminal if I'm in Ohio or whatnot, you know, or Indiana now. Um, and also how quick it is. Yeah, nine months is a lot, and most women at this point, I'm in my third trimester or like I'm done with this. But you know, all these like exceptions for rape, exceptions for incest. Yeah, what rape trial do you know? First of all, a rape that gets brought to trial, uh, a rape rape trial that gets settled within like a nine-month timeframe, or let's say like within their 15-week or six-week timeframe. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. So you, it all becomes very visceral. All all becomes very real. What we say when we're stripping away people's rights, you know. So. So I, I, that brings up a question,
1: I, I, I always think that if I have a question, there's a good chance other people have it. I don't say that because I think I'm every man. I think like, ugh, it turns out I'm every man, right? Yeah. Like like that was
0: a disappointing realization. Yeah, you come um, to that reluct- re- reluctant right. realization. <laughs> yeah. Right,
1: yeah, yeah, like, oh, wait, no, I'm not in any way exceptional. So as much as I've spent uh, talking about whether it was uh, you know on, on TYT or just in the course of, of, of political discourse, uh, uh, abortion and the uh, and the uh, rape and incest exceptions and so the, you i think you've just made the point francesca so i didn't even understand this you can't just say that you were assaulted right it's not. Before, no and that's what i mean as soon as i yeah. said that out loud i was like oh, wait that's not going to work anyway like it doesn't yeah, yeah. like so you'd have to have you have to say who it is and you have to go to all the things that that you should have the choice not to do if you just want to deal with it in some other way you can't do any of that, right? So of course, not. So and what if so that person all, is even, your,
2: what if it's the product? What if it's, I mean, all incest is rape. What if it is, I mean most, right? I guess, uh, unless yeah, we're talking yeah, about I Elon Musk's grandfather right. or father who like started dating his stepdaughter. We don't have to talk about that, but we could. Um, but yeah, you're like, it, if this is a family member, Then what do you that's even harder to prove, harder to stand up for yourself. What if you're a twelve-year-old? What if you're a 10-year-old? Well, sadly, you don't get that slip. This is
0: already a victory for those who want to take away a woman's reproductive rights. That we're talking about situations of rape and incest. Because the reality is that a woman should have control over her body beyond just these extreme situations. So the fact that they've moved the goalposts that far is just—it's a sad right, time yeah, right
1: We shouldn't—we shouldn't even oh, be talking.
0: No. I don't I mean, in general, we shouldn't be talking about it. It's okay to have a little brief
1: moment of clarification here, but it is a nonsense conversation uh, to begin with because you—you uh, you, you point out uh, some 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 uh, circumstances which I I wouldn't have thought of, but I'm keenly aware also that the. That the person might be in a relationship with the person who they who raped them, and and they are afraid to get out of it. They are afraid to what will happen the moment that they file charges. Like there's, there's a thousand possibilities that are that are littering the country right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of so you could have the exception is meaningless. It's all it's just words. So actually, mm-hmm. I, I lean toward not even being in favor of it. Right, because it provides a, it provides a political out we're saying okay fine we'll will will ban abortion with the exception with the with these two exceptions rape and incest but it's meaningless sure. it's all meaningless there's only But it is it,
2: it, it's very decision. easy i mean i agree with you that like we shouldn't necessarily entertain it but i do think for the right you know they in their minds because again it's a everyone's a right winger until everything that they rail against happens to them oh my son's gay well i guess gay people are human you know that kind of thing. Right. So, so the
0: FBI
1: breaks into their safe.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna have to uncancel the FBI. Oh my God, they are really I my like, favorites. Now yeah. I'm like yeah. really into the FBI. I've never been into the FBI before.
1: Maybe Martin Luther King was a communist.
2: I don't really. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, it's um. You know what's crazy? I always liken these abortion laws to like uh, permafrost melting and revealing all these old uh, viruses, ancient viruses. Like that's what that's what's happening politically in our country. So like these ancient laws are now that were on the books are now in effect because Roe v. Wade has been overturned. So in Missouri, you cannot get a divorce. If you're pregnant, right? Which is insane that that was even on the books, but because abortion was legal, most people would get an abortion, terminate the pregnancy, and then be like, "Peace, bye, abusive, and/or just do you know, husband, I don't want to be with." Um, And that's no longer the case. So it's like exactly, it's 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 even worse than just it's just like endless.
1: But anyway. No, no, no. It's it's uh, it's uh, staggering, and the and the and then soon, of course, there'll be cases of uh, women who went to get an abortion, getting charged, getting arrested in these states,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Upon oh yeah, I mean that's the idea. To think, I think yeah, they're yeah. gonna make a point yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Is this nah. is this the happy pregnancy conversation you wanted to have, Mark? No, well, I, I actually uh,
0: was about to well, go. I was about to. Build, yeah. Was about yeah. to. Yeah. Gra- <laughs> yeah. You're positively <laughs> glowing. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> glowing with hatred and resentment toward uh, the current policies in this country. Um, the uh, uh, the thing that is of, of far now it seems quite pedestrian nature is just I was going to ask: Are you getting? Can you take us inside the kind of again the uh, less controversial uh, political stuff and more to the just the x's and o's of like I have cravings now. I can't sleep now. I'm or. Oh, my skin is great. All the stuff I've heard, like, you know, that yeah. that it can be a life changer for that period.
2: It is very strange. Different people have different responses. i uh, am in the third trimester,' very difficult to sleep because uh, you're not com- you you're not supposed to lie on your back because the baby's like, "Ah, there's no space. so you you side sleep. I am a side sleeper anyway, so it's fine for me. But, um, it's very funny when you're on their side and because the baby's like smushed up against the bed and you I feel like the the baby does like do 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 like it starts like going like what the, what is it? you know like what's this? So that's fun. it's fun to feel the kicks, but then it does hurt like the back hurts so like you gotta switch sides and then every morning I'm like trying to you know do some stretches because because uh, yeah, it's uh there's soreness. also pregnancy boogers are a thing. I have them like just just <laughs> more boogers. It, that has been a big thing, and then a lot of sugar cravings, which I know means you need protein. Uh, but uh, I didn't init- know that. I
0: didn't know that. I, I, know that, yeah. I thought the. Men Apparently, could be Snickers. Yeah.
2: You guys want it? There's. I'm learning because you. I'm listening to all these books, and there's some crazy things. You know, um, the placenta is. Mm-hmm. Obviously disgusting. Delicious. I mean, it's gross, Sorry, but disgusting. and <laughs> yummy, yeah. and on a barbecue, yeah. and just like a mm, yeah. uh, little little carpaccio of yeah. uh, placenta.
0: You had a placenta party when
2: all this is yeah. on, Sorry, you're talking. Yes, about. no, but I absolutely am not going to do that. However, it is an organ that you grow in your body that you didn't have before, and it's 50% the DNA of the father or the other parent which is very cool. So it's like- What is it in your
0: case, the father or the other parent? <laughs> <I'm
2: sorry. laughs> the other, did, It's man. definitely the other man. Like a, um, yeah. It's the father. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. so that's- really-
0: No, so you're saying that it's your wonderment of, about this thing makes you almost reluctant to ever to do anything but like put it in a safe deposit box after it comes out.
2: You oh, wanna I mean, hang on Trump's- to it? Trump's safe isn't full of placentas. That's all, it's
0: all—it's nothing but placenta. So
1: I—so you say it's an organ. So I always thought it was. Uh, um, I didn't really think about it a lot. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> but but I thought it was more like a beverage, like uh, like like I thought it—you know—you could you could like the it's like eggnog, like an, a a beverage that we you know we a seasonal beverage. Um, but uh, that you you wouldn't like I thought it was liquid form. Is it, no. is it? oh. It's definitely an off-the-menu beverage
0: if it's- uh, Yeah, if it's a totally. that's yeah, secret yeah. and
2: you're like animal style and they're like, "Here <laughs> you go, here's a thing. Yeah. Right. No, 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 it's an organ and then it, apparently a few months before you give birth, it, it basically is like, I'm no longer needed here. And then, but it's like, I have nowhere to go, uh, but and it slowly starts to die. And so- uh, Like and then the father,
0: course, coincidentally, Ben. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, like the dad so, so,
1: so it um, so it's an organ that uh, all right, it's an organ that dies. but what is it? um, what was its purpose? Uh, it's in, how the baby forming? gets
2: nutrients, right? So it's all like it's full of blood vessels, too, um, but it's also full of like the pr- appropriate nutrients that the baby needs to live. And it helps with um immunity. So it's like a huge amount of uh, defense mechanism against mm. like viruses and other things. It's kind of, it's like their little shields, you know. It's like their, I don't know, backpack. I think right? I thought it. I think
1: I thought it was the amniotic fluid. I think I. I mean, I don't know. Maybe when I have a child, if I am ever lucky enough to have a child, <laughs> I'll learn some of these
0: things. She's up there. Yeah, I really She's felt gone. that Ben when would you, be overqualified you... for this conversation, yeah. but he's oddly. Yeah, but no, uh,
1: I. I uh, maybe I knew it. Let's pretend that I knew this stuff ten years ago. Yeah, you maybe forgot it. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: I do feel like it's a rationale for like, it's the reason that I'm getting like sugar cravings. My husband has a big sweet tooth and he eats a lot of, let's be honest, garbage. And so, like, when I have garbage cravings, I'm like, that's him. Those are, you know, but there's, right. de- it's like the cravings for sweet stuff are real. The early cravings for like pickles and weird, like anything briny and crunchy, uh, I was into as well.
1: Yeah. So when you say the junk because I, I gave my daughter a ding dong today. Um, ding dong. Throwback. And an hostess product. Uh, yeah, we had a bunch of those. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had some of them earlier. Not today. Uh, the ding dongs are delicious. That are they the swirl
2: soda? ones? The Sorry.
1: I mean, let's not let's kid ourselves about what a ding dong is. A ding dong is a ho-ho in a different shape. It's a it's a an, or a big wheel. I don't think they do big wheels anymore. Maybe the big wheel begets the ding dong. I don't know. But anyway, it's a ho-ho, a ho-ho. I guess the ratio is a little different because of its circular uh, shape. But uh, I mean, they're delicious. I'm not going to, they're just fantastic. Yeah,
2: you're not above um, it, yeah.
1: No, not at all. I'm not above it. I've never been above it. Um, I enjoy, I've had thousands of hostess cupcakes in my life. But is it that kind of craving or do you like go to a bakery and want a piece of you know something fresh and real?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean either, either. You'd it's mostly for, if
1: somebody offered you a ding dong, you'd eat the ding dong. Oh hell yeah. But, yeah! but right, but
2: but yeah. I'd be more into like a donut, like a you know, yeah. a nice donut or cronut, if mm. you will.
1: Yeah, um, I had my first I had my first cronut this summer. What do you think? What, what what is a cronut? It's a combo croissant and uh, donut, oh. and it just makes you want a full on donut. A little more. (laughs) That was my sort of.
2: No, it's um, it's like if you could put butter, more butter in a regular donut. Because that's. I I think this.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not. I mean, it's basically a donut. Yeah. It's not. uh, But I. I, I, But but I but I once again I've been because you know people bring donuts, but donuts are like cupcakes. I I want the Hostess cupcake, and I I want I like Entenmann's donut better than any donut I've specialty donut I've ever had in my life.
2: Do you smoke weed back. a lot cuz like that would explain it for me like if no, you're like and world I'm world. high all the time I'd be like I get it I've been,
1: <laughs> I've, I've, I've been I've uh, you know I'm going to leave that next I'm just going to skip this next sentence um, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I um uh but I know I I like the Antamon donut I like that uh, the chocolate is very solid uh, then the plain is just as as good a donut as you can get and then sometimes the sugar and sometimes the cinnamon but there's four you only get three in a 12 pack of four each. And uh, and I always wish that there were 16 donuts and I got four of each because I, I love the cinnamon, I love the plain, I love the sugar, and I love the chocolate. And every other fancy donut I've had uh, pales and prepares.
2: Ooh, Mark?
0: No. Well, uh, I only have one uh, donut story. Um, obviously, donuts are terrific in all forms, but I was off uh, all Pastries and desserts for an entire year, okay. Wow. And it was really, you know, it took some discipline. And uh, but honestly, once you get off it for a while, it's you're kind of used to it. Only I really was a true sugar dessert pastry hound. I mean, I used to drive literally across town to get uh, some of it. Anyway,
2: sure, so, sidecar donuts.
0: Ugh. Uh, so I uh, was at the time we're on a morning show. And the morning shows they send you out to all of these different like cool things going on in the community. In this case, it was the opening of the first Krispy Kreme donut place in, in Southern California and mm, L.A. Right? So mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of uh, pomp and circumstance around it, and we're there, and we you know, they, we shot some video of you know the, the donuts being made and the people getting there in the pre-dawn hours, and they arrange all of the stuff. It's a big, big opening, and you're Seeing these things, these donuts come on there. They look incredible, of course, coming off of the assembly line. And the guy who I'm talking to, Mr. You know, Mr. Cream or Mr. Crispy or Mr. Crispy Cream, Mr. Yeah. Crispy Cream um, he says, uh, "Yeah, uh, you know, here's the first one off right now, Mark, and I've saved this one, you know, for you. You have first dibs on the very first donut off of the." And I'm like, I'm thinking, "Oh my God, this is horrible!" Because you have to eat this. And yet I'm on this discipline thing and once I break it, it's gonna be really hard to go back because it's just uh, (laughs) so but I did uh, do that thing where you chew it and you go, oh my god, this is incredible. (laughs) I'm gonna throw it back to you guys in the studio. And then I turned and I (sighs) spit the donut out into like a paper towel or whatever. And so I never actually tasted it. I mean, I never actually swallowed it. Which oh, my God. yeah, which is, is sort of is just the way I'm so wired. Like I felt like I would violate my own, uh, you know, statute of. Uh, you didn't. Uh, you didn't inhale. No, um, I didn't inhale. But I, I sub- subsequently have, you know, freebased them. I mean, they're incredible. They're unreal. Those. Well, that's an interesting moment.
2: That does say a lot about you. That says because, like, I would absolutely. Have eaten that. Like I was a vegetarian for a year, and then I went to Texas, and we all had barbecue, and I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm gonna eat. Like I'm more of a flexitarian, as yeah, the, yeah, which means say. a nothingitarian, right? Which means it. if it's <laughs> right. yummy enough, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. But that says With, a lot about you. That's so much discipline. No. Oh, at
0: least Mark doesn't have any discipline. The uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> when it's yeah. on certain things, I don't have like gambling. I don't have any discipline. Um, uh, but with all respect
1: to Kyle Crispy and Oswaldo Cream, uh, the the that it's not that donut is 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 uh, is an inferior product. Uh, <laughs> oh really? Oh really? Well, it's yeah. not a cake yeah. donut. It's not ben, a cake
2: donut. Not a cake.
1: the first of all glazed donut in general wildly overrated product. Uh,
0: but the <laughs> wow, Crispy Cream, there's a lot wrong. Is, w- yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, we'll, we'll double back to defend these positions. Keep going. Go ahead.
1: Uh, no, it's sticky. Uh, they're all the same. Uh, it is too sweet. Which are the uh, the boys over at, the boys at, uh, at Entimans and in and in, in, you know in conjunction with their partners at Dow Chemical have <laughs> managed to craft a perfect dessert it, it never goes bad, it never goes stale, and it's exactly the right amount of sweet. Uh, and I don't I don't feel like the the fellows at Krispy Kreme have uh, figured that out. I also don't like most Dunkin' Donuts
0: donuts either.
1: No. Yeah. No.
0: Agreed uh, on. I mountain. just don't. I mean. Molten sugar on a gorgeous, you know, freshly made donut. With that, I mean, with the what you're talking about texture, you're talking about uh, some some beautiful cakey taste within the donut. And then, as I say, the glaze is it's it's otherworldly. It's heavenly. Yeah, I, no, I, it's, it's like
1: it's, a it's like a maple cookie, which also sucks. Maple sucks. Um, I think I'm. I've been
2: I think i maple I'm on the bars. Maple bars are I don't know. I I think Krispy Kreme had its moment, but for sure the the donut scene has evolved since it. I, my Krispy Kreme story is that um the one of the only times I've dumpstered di- dove divin dived dived. I've dumpster <laughs> dived like four You'll times. You'll have
0: to know when by the time the baby comes the right way to say it. That's yeah. all I'm I okay. Past <laughs> no participles pressure,
2: but, in English yeah. are dumb. That's what I'm going to tell my kid. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I was in New York, and this was like when I was sort of like trying to be a Crust Punk anarchist kid and, you know, fighting the war and, you know, globalization. Or, uh, and we went to go, we would like dumpster dive nice places, so like natural food stores and gourmet shops. And then we dumpster dived in a Krispy Kreme. And it was amazing because they were like clean garbage bags that had just been like all the stuff that they have left over at the end of the night. They just put them in the bags and we like scored. And it was very funny though because there was like this cute little couple walking up to the Krispy Kreme. They were like, oh my God, this is our little date night. We're gonna have Krispy Kreme and they like pull on the door and it's locked because it was closed and, uh, and we were like, hey, over here there's like all these crispy cremes you want some donuts and they were like <laughs> like their face to look at these like awful anarchists like it was very funny i'll never forget that
1: <laughs> the uh so i mean let's not let's not uh let's not gloss over the fact that four or five times which generally means 11 or 12 times no. you, you 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 dumpster dope that's a that's a that's yeah. something. I mean, I've never. No, I don't. Uh, I, I never. It would never occur to me.
2: If you go to That's the right places, back in the day, I did, and and not a lot again. But you go to the right places, like if you go to a Whole Foods or you go to your local, like again. You're not you're, going
0: to the Whole Foods. You're going to the trash can. You're going around
2: back. You're going well, around back yeah. on garbage yeah. day. But and they before you look side really eye at stuff. that,
0: it's not easy to get to them now. They've got them like locked off because so many people did. Dumpster dive. Yes. It's really so. No, those are the I, good I, old. Things. I just. I'm not.
1: I get it. I. I mean. I don't. There's real good food. It, there, but there I mean. I, I. kind of get it. Yeah. Um. I mean. It's crazy. It is criminal that we don't have a manner for food to be collected and distributed to people who need food. That that much good food just gets yeah. thrown away. You never that, were that, part that, of the freegan
2: movement. True. You never. You never had a. Have you ever had a meal at a. Um. At a books not. What is it? A books not bombs or like a. um Mm-hmm. Yeah, books not bomb sort of like free meal at, at a protest. They're actually no, pretty good. That's
1: no, all yeah. really, I don't like uh, I don't like protest. I don't chant at the problem. I <laughs> sense you've chanted a lot. I don't I don't uh, I don't chant. But the uh, I don't uh, I I mean I'm I'm envious of, of <laughs> it's the most of, Larry of, David you, moment.
2: you know you, uh, mm, I love the cause. I don't chant. So
1: a chanter. I can't <laughs> chant without feeling incredibly stupid. Um uh, so I was also sort of pro-globalization, only in the sense that I couldn't understand why people were so mad at Starbucks. But at mm-hmm. Starbucks, the, 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 the growth of Starbucks, the fact that there was a Starbucks on every corner, for the most part, I just saw as a, as a huge, wonderful sign of progress in society. When I grew up, and 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 Mark and I are, are older than you, Francesca, but there there were no coffee shops, none. Like you couldn't, you could go to a diner, right, Mark, to get a cup of coffee. But you, you didn't go to a place that just sold coffee. There were, I suppose, in New York. Although, again, I feel it was more bodega than coffee shop, but there probably were some. But growing up in D.C., where Mark and I grew up, there were none, none. Yeah. And then the Starbucks, and I always wanted them. And then Starbucks came, and there were 10,000 of them. And they, like, gave their employees health care and reasonable work hours. And I don't know, and people got came there and, like, Worked on their computers and chatted, and I was like, I don't think we should throw a trash can through that window. That seems like <laughs> it feels like the wrong move. I love this place, so uh, that was that was that was that was really the extent of my pro globalization. I get day. that.
2: I get yeah. that. I, it was just Starbucks was an emblem of yeah, sort you. of I runaway know. franchise capitalism that was was putting those yeah those mom and pop shops those those diners had crap coffee. Let's I totally like concede that point and that people might have wanted more coffee and like you know we've never had a sort of european culture of like going to the coffee shop having your little espresso or your macchiato or your cortado and then sitting there and having a croissant and reading the paper and then leaving like that never really caught on in a like in in right. in a in a great way i think in this country um was more just like here's a bunch of grease as well um but it was so symbolic. And what's so funny about the moment that Starbucks is in now and that their workers are unionizing and as a response, they're literally closing stores. Instead of allowing them to unionize is like my little like anti-globalization. Like, you know, crust punk 20 year old inside of me is like, these labor organizers are doing what we only dreamt of doing. Like if only we could close down these Starbucks. And they're doing it, you know, in rapid order be- just because they're organizing
0: it's and of course, the other side of that I mean the other side from the standpoint of those workers is they're not looking to close down those places necessarily. they're looking simply to get the the wage they want and the union totally. that they want. so you're I think you're so right to point to the fact that the way that the uh, that the company is handling it is to just okay, great. You guys are union. yeah. You don't have a place yeah. to work anymore. You know, it's a it's a pretty brutal scene. I, I also think that um, I, I, just for the record, just, I'm, I'm, yeah. I I agree. There, I just want to. Or
2: we yeah. know you're a corporate man. Then yeah. <laughs> whatever.
0: But you know, you remind me of the fact that there were there was a phenomenon which is that uh, we did embrace in America these uh, places. They were coffee places. That were also places to hang out, to work, and as Ben said, those places didn't exist before, and then they yeah, just exploded in popularity. And the, you know, the um, boutiquey curated coffee scene existed alongside Starbucks, but then mm. Starbucks, and this is really to your point, Francesca, Starbucks grew so powerful that they literally put those Starbucks on corners opposite the mom and pop places no. and they, they started is to, that,
1: is, is that really true? I mean, I got it. Yeah. I, I mean, but I mean, there are a gazillion independent coffee shops everywhere. So I don't know, like I, I bet there are more well, coffee shops. But now not at the time there were than there were before Starbucks, more independent coffee shops than there were before Starbucks. So they may have driven some out of business, but they also put a
0: lot of them in business. I just. No, that's that, fair that, enough. That's, they that's created the, they created the genre, if you will. Yeah, or, or right. the, yeah. Sorry, all right, go ahead. All right, that's fair, all
2: right. No, I think that's a really interesting point. But yes, absolutely, that was a tactic. It was like we're gonna put one here, one there, and you've got like you know, uh, you know, old Franny's coffeehouse right here, and old Franny's coffeehouse is going bye bye. Now, old Franny's coffeehouse might be replaced by you know like. You know, Frankie's Roast, and it's like, hey, we've got gourmet dog biscuits, and the cheapest coffee here is seven dollars. So like that definitely exists, but that's sort of yeah. it, it is part and parcel of like I think broader gentrification in cities, yeah, and everywhere. It. Of course,
1: of course, yeah, the, the 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 places have all been classed up. I just didn't, other than in New York, there just weren't a lot of coffee shops. There weren't yeah, a lot of those places. The gr- Franny's didn't really exist right. in my world. And now I'm spending most of the summer I'm back in LA a little bit and for peculiar reasons here in the Poconos. I'm by the way, driving me and the dog, driving home to Los Angeles. Oh my God. from today.
0: Wow. Um,
1: and uh, um, so.
0: Wait, wait, stop right there. So do you have to like, uh, that's something you really have to plan out, right? I mean, you have. Yeah,
1: I won't because I'm me, but I
0: mean. But yeah,
1: i thought like to plan out theoretically. I can't drive too many. I, like I have a, I can handle 600 miles. I could do more, right? I mean, you could go a thousand miles a day if you drive for 16 hours or 17 hours or whatever, but that's, you can't do it with a dog. It's too hot. 600, that feels like that's enough. That's enough.
2: How um, many hours
1: so, is that? That's what eight hours or something or what is it? No, no, no. That's that's like ten, eleven hours. That's oh uh, wow. Lot. Okay, okay. I mean, I, we gotta stop. I gotta pee, and the dog's gotta walk and get water. Like, and every time you stop, you know, you don't stop. Yeah. Nobody stops for five yeah. minutes. It's twenty-two minutes minimum when you stop. But I'm here in the in a remote part of the country, fairly remote, the Pocono, in the Pocono, and there's no Starbucks anywhere. So I'm I'm of a particular frame of mind. Uh, as we do this show, which is that oh, there could be some more Starbucks. It wouldn't kill anybody. Um, <laughs> and I don't, there's, a lo, there's a local coffee shop here. I don't like it and- uh, You and don't like they it? Open another, they opened another one just out of in this little community, which is not struggling, the little tiny community. I mean, in and part of a bigger community, which is struggling. But they put another little coffee shop here and it's no good here. So the, there's- a. So Starbucks. you're saying
0: bring on globalization, mother effers. Well, turns
1: out, Mark, there's, there's a Starbucks, it's exactly 13 minutes away, and <laughs> and it
2: is in- Starbucks a, coffee sucks, Ben, you know that, right? No, you know it's no. burned, right? I, I don't drink it,
1: I drink an Americano, it's problem solved, I can't- Oh, drink You get their coffee. espresso, I'm yeah. In. Yeah, you get an espresso and hot water, and then ta-da, you get a fresh I coffee.
2: I love Americano's here. my drink too. Yeah, yeah, Have yeah, you had, yeah
1: it's totally. I've
2: their had, blonde roast Americanos also than, is better than their regular, uh uh-huh. yeah,
1: blonde roast is better, but yeah, I've had more Americanos than anyone in the country. It's an odd
0: brag, but we'll note it. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fact. Yeah, I'm Mister Americano. Strange flex, yeah. but okay. Yeah, you might call yeah. me Captain Americano. Um, <laughs> but, but that 13, that Starbucks that's 13 minutes away is in a casino. Oh. Uh, well, that is that's I,
0: marks.
2: Good I wish every Mark. Starbucks oh, no, Mark, is it's in it's a casino. Mark and me.
1: Yeah, I mean. But so it's a very challenging Yeah, Ben and I situation. are shoving
0: each other out of the way.
2: Wait, you to gamble too, door. Ben? All right,
0: yeah, a little.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, um, and, it, and so at 7.48 in the morning, I'm up, and I'm like, well, at 8.01,
0: <laughs> I could be at the Mount Airy Casino.
1: <laughs> I get a Starbucks, and as long as I'm there.
2: Right, yeah, yeah. What do uh, you guys play?
0: What don't we play?
2: Are you are you the just sort of like sad Slot machine man.
1: No, no, we're not. I, although I, I don't get me wrong, I've, I've lost a lot of money this summer. his slot machine. I lived with my wife a couple times, and it's, I, I don't hate a slot machine. And there's an enticement to slot machine because you get a potential for the for the big payoff. Um, but Mark and I play. Mark plays poker, uh, and I I play blackjack. But I I'm miserable. I hate it. I hate it every time. I, I've talked about it too many times on old school, but I, I don't okay, have okay. the mindset for it. Um, I expect victory and deceit. So I have no joy in victory and, and defeat uh, makes me insanely angry. Oh. Um, and so I win and I'm like, yeah, I'm supposed to win sometimes. That's normal. And then I get a 20 and they draw 21. And I just, I feel like someone's stolen my child. Um, but mostly what I do is bet sports. So that, that's sports main, betting? The sports betting. And now the world has opened up in a wonderful way. And, and 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 there are sports books. You don't have to be in Vegas. There's a sports book at this casino in Pennsylvania. It's glorious. Fantastic.
2: I mean, I I don't know. I, my ex-boyf- ex-boyfriend, ex-boyfriend who is wonderful. Um, but he's
1: Your ex-ex-boyfriend would be your boyfriend, not your two ago boyfriend.
2: What whatever. Like my two ago <laughs> boyfriend uh, is is a coaches poker champions like he's well, he, yeah, he doesn't well. like he enjoys it he plays a certain amount his thing is like look if i set aside every year i'm going to this much money to play with not going to go over and if i lose it then that sucks but like it was you know if i make you know whatever if i make if i double it if i triple it that's cool so it's like having like a limit then I also have a, like a, I'm like, don't, I don't think they watch this. But I have a relative whose husband straight up gambled the entire college fund of their kids away and yeah. never. I have,
1: I, have, I have a relative like
2: that too, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, it's brutal, I mean, it's, it's an illness, there's no question about it. Um, by the way, I'll just say this though, my favorite line of this entire night and it will not be surpassed in terms of it being the favorite is, wait, you gamble too, Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I need I, uh, to watch
2: more old school, I guess. Yeah, but
0: yeah. but um, uh, it's fun. I hate to say it, but gambling yeah, is fun. fun. The it's action fun. is fun. The thrill is Rick. real. I love it, and I have some of the same uh issues. You know, I I I'm an overall I'm blackjack. I love blackjack, but just it's almost a it's it's a straight loss. I mean, it's all it's a curve straight down. But I um. Uh, I was talking to a guy maybe sort of not so unlike your uh, boyfriend two uh, boyfriends ago or whatever, two um, uh, exes ago. Boyfriend twice uh, removed, yeah. Twice removed. Um, actually, this guy is one of the top ten poker players in the world, okay? Ooh. Made four, made millions, and I was, and I bumped into him in Las Vegas. And I had just finished doing something super stupid in my view uh, in, a, in a poker hand. I thought I'd made a, Huge miscalculation and just utter stupidity. And I couldn't beat up on myself enough. And Ben knows this feeling because when you lose and you feel like, oh, I stayed too long at the party or I shouldn't have done this or whatever, all those things go into that moment of self hate. And I'm telling it to him, and you know, he's listening. To, I'm sure he doesn't want to hear it, but he's listening patiently. And I kind of shortened the story. And then I said, I just hate myself. I mean, I just hate myself right now. And he said, and This is a guy who's got a lot of therapy. He, he said, Mark, don't you think we want to hate ourselves? That's really what this is about. We want to hate ourselves. You are in the place that you really want to be, and it was like, wow, right. that is heavy, you know. But that no, no, was I, a I moment. Think,
1: I think I think he's totally right. That's right. At least, and and maybe the word want doesn't register with people, but it's where you're comfortable, right?
0: Right. It's, it's where, where you're it's, comfortable. It's exactly. It's where you're comfortable. It's where you're familiar.
2: Do you think you that's? Con- I mean, I see that just generally as like human behavior in general, getting like down on ourselves and whatnot. But is there something unique to gambling where it's like that's even also kind of a um, a I draw some- or like an addiction? That like, nah, I'm, I'm crap, and I have to. Well, if I've lost five thousand, might as well lose ten because honestly, what's what doesn't matter because I hate myself and I'm terrible. Yeah, I think
1: I, I mean there's something to gambling in that it 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 reaches the same endorphins that 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 get out of whack for people who are addicted to sex and then the more and, and then the things that are more obvious addictions Like, you know, obviously heroin and, and and right and uh, and drugs. Yes, right. So I think there's no question that that's there. I just think when you're when you have that psychology, you either overcome it or you find a thing that makes you miserable. I mean, there are moments where I think, okay, so gambling makes me mostly. Mis- I mean, look, I, I want a game tonight. I, I had the Orioles, they were plus you know plus 114. I bet a couple hundred bucks. I won two hundred and forty dollars or something on the Orioles. Two hundred fifty-four. I won, by the way. Uh, And but I mean, it reversed. It was a losing weekend. And but I felt great. I made the bet. They led early. They held on. There was a little drama. I always think I used to hate it when I didn't win easy. Mark actually, you know, Mark loves to say I love. He loves the sweat, right? And so I've sort of tried to embrace that. Like the Blue Jays came back and it was six four and they had two men on the eighth inning and I was like, oh. All right, I'm sweating now a little bit. Here we go. They <laughs> brought in a reliever, first pitch, a grounder to short, inning over. And I was like, right? I was like, oh, look at this. This is fun. I'm having fun. This is fun. Uh, so, but that said, in general, yeah, it gives me an opportunity to uh, feel bad about myself, to sort of, uh, and thankfully, it's not that bad. Like, I can overcome it with sports betting. I can experience a, a, a moment of, of joy that I don't experience at the blackjack table. Like, I just won't have that moment that I had tonight. Right. I can, I can handle the losses better, too, because I don't feel like an idiot. Mm. Like, I just feel like, okay, I bet the team, I bet the Pirates, and they, they lost 8-1. They okay, I, I got it. I it was thoughtful, but there, it's a baseball game. Somebody's going to lose this game, right? And if there's no conspiracy but, but somehow I feel like the gambling gods are against me in blackjack. Those thoughts literally go through my mind. And I and I say, because I'm a rational person, what kind of an idiot even entertains that thought for a fleeting second? But it's, it's there. It can't mm. quite shake it. you know. And you hear yourself in your head at least. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course you got a for Of course. Of course,
2: right. course <laughs> right. Right. right, right, right. You know, right.
1: Um,
2: so, but Mark, did it make really you feel- In baseball.
1: In, in sports, sorry.
2: No, oh, but- I guess the only the one I don't understand any of that I would never bet on a game any amount of money. I'm not someone who's lucky. I don't win things. I don't like you I can't use the claw machine to get the stuffed animal. I don't like <laughs> I the other day this was great. I I went to a carnival in Santa Barbara and I won it was very funny. It was very cute. My husband and I were there. There was like four other little girls playing with us and it was that game where you roll a ball up a um you're basically like sure, you, wanna, ski you ball. want to- Yeah,
1: the horse the horse racing game. The horse race oh, and the ski race. ball, right? Yeah, you throw your hand up, yeah. I'm doing exactly. no better at that in the country either, just like the Americanos. Those are the things I'm number one at, but go <laughs> on.
2: Yeah. Well, get this. Yeah. So I'm watching a game and I see how kind of slow it is and I see them and there's like a bunch of people and I was like, all right. Then I sit down and they're like, all right, you guys get a pl- practice round, right? So two balls come out of mine, number two. And my husband did a like, the teacher, she he, she's got two balls, and so so he was like, okay, give me one of the balls. So I gave him one of the balls, and that's great. All right, time to go. Three, two, one, boom! Two balls come out. So I'm there playing <laughs> with double, right? I'm crushed, and I don't even I'm not even looking at where I am. And the guy goes, all right, two is jumping out of really ahead <laughs> like a, and I swear to God they were already like not even at the halfway mark, I'm done, I'm at the end and (laughs) I won. And of course it was like, I want the big stuffed animal and he knew it, I had cheated. I knew I had cheated and of course, I got a big fluffy llama and I gave it to one of the girls. who was also playing, (laughs) got to feel really good about myself. Yeah. 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 But but anyway, but I was gonna say the only thing I can understand is poker because poker is the only one. Yes, it's the cards you're dealt. But at least there's a little bit of strategy, there, a lot of bit of strategy. That's the only one that I'm like, I could understand that cuz the game sounds more fun and it feels like it's more in your control.
0: It yeah, there's it. some truth yep. to that. But if you play, uh, and, and it, unfortunately the the uh, the brutal uh, card results, that is to say literally the randomized card results in poker can be, uh, Demoralizing on a level that, you know, it actually can be made worse because of what you just said, meaning you do all the right things, you get all your money in, and it can be a lot of money in good, meaning you have the best hand, you've done the best thing. The other person is 6%. You have a 94% chance of winning. For, yeah. for the reasons you said, well, I did all the right things. I got my money in, 94% chance right. of winning, and bam, 6% comes in. You've lost it all. Yeah. So if you
1: understand. It's like the condo breaking, Francesca. So you get it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wow, that happened one time, okay.
0: So I don't know, the blessing is uh, that we've been able to manage our issue, (laughs) our love, our problem with uh, gaming so that we probably end up losing more than we want to, but we don't you know, lose. Yeah, we don't. Money. Nobody, you know, yeah, we're not, which spending, is we're
1: not failing to send kids I do have Are some you
2: mechanism. Have you talking about numbers? You talk, you talk about like quantities a year, yeah. what you yeah. put in?
1: Right.
2: Yeah, right. like we, you, we I, I never have, have come to the
1: point ever where anything was in jeopardy. I've had, I've felt terrible. I've lost too much money, but then I, so I don't buy anything that I want for a month. Like that's been, right. you know, and then you're like, well, I deserve this. I, I lost it but basically I have some mechanism that's like this has been horrible this has been awful I'm not getting it back I got to go home Yeah yeah it's time you go to home actually and it's not it's time to believe so it's not that bad and the thing you say about about the poker for me and Mark, it, it works for sports because we you know there's a point spread there's a line there's data available to you so you are making that kind of decision like the decision yes. feels informed it's not random you're making an assessment obviously you know, the line is set, basically, if they play the game, they've set the line generally correctly. If they played the game a thousand times, it's going to go 500 and 500, but they don't, it's impossible to set it perfectly. Right. And you look for things that you think are off. And then when you get it, you feel like, you know, something and you've, uh, you've applied all this
2: Dumb all your knowledge, knowledge right?
0: Musical.
2: Yeah. That's, so, I mean, that's, that's that's true. you're like, why do I memorize people's RBIs? Oh, yeah, or whatever it is. Right, whatever it is, yeah. But but let me say this, this
0: uh because I enjoy the mindless, stupid, just throw money at it, gamble, like where you go to the roulette table and yeah, man, you know, someone says, yeah. I don't know how to play roulette. No, no, how pick a number and put money <laughs> right. on it. That's how you play it, all right. Pick red yeah. or black, okay? There's a certain Beauty to the simplicity of those games as well that I love. That's why I like blackjack. Although it's just that it just kicks my rear every time I play it. But um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's our little gambling jag. We always have one we always when Ben and really myself have, uh, end up in uh, in old school land. We always end up kicking it around that way. But um, but hopefully yeah.
1: Francesca, Mark, and I gather uh, as often as we can, and hopefully more this year on uh, on Sundays and 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 sort of watch football that we likely. Bet on in games we haven't bet on because then we'll file away that information. Well, uh, you know, the Cardinals look good this week. Let's uh let's keep them in the back of our minds for next week. So
2: to me, it's all it's all effectively a way to make sports more interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. for me, I like they're okay. You know, they're fine. Obviously, if uh, your team is in the finals or whatever in the Super Bowl, that's interesting. But ultimately it's like it's just giving you a reason to care about a game, um, versus just the game on its face. So I'm just like, you know, for me, usually it's like, oh, there's a hot player on the team. I care about this team. You know uh, Me too. So yeah. Uh, but
0: but I, I would also say that Physically you're on to something. Hot. The uh <laughs> yeah, I got yes. Yes. <laughs> the thing that you're describing is so right on, meaning that they have discovered new ways, even if you take gambling out of it to make the game you're watching important and interesting. Even if it's not really an interesting game, it, be, it may be 28 to three. But because of <laughs> fantasy football, for example, yeah. you have a vested interest in a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with the score. And so you're right, I think the, the business of Football, baseball, and it, this across the spectrum, it really does, it happens, I think, in soccer as well. There are other ways to appreciate and get into the game, and, uh, and those all have to do with, uh, as you say, making the game interesting and monetizing so I, it in a sense.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so the,
1: this is nonsense, and I'm, I regret, I'm sorry, to people, for this story. But <laughs> let me just say quickly, so last week, I made a bet on a game, and when the game had already started, it's called a live bet. Right, oh, okay. so I got a to of it a bet, and, and uh, it was the Mets and the Nationals, and the Nationals Ooh. from Washington are they basically punted on the season? They traded their two best players. They got a bunch of guys who don't belong in the majors. And the Mets are good, and the Nationals had won the night. Before.
2: The Mets are good this year. I used to be a fan yeah. when I lived there.
1: Mets are excellent this year. They're very good. Amazing. So, they,
2: uh, uh, so I, so I, thought, you know
1: what? The, this is a game that I've seen this game before. This is a game where at some point the Mets score six runs in and right? This game is a, So well, I bet them to win. They were up two to nothing in the second inning. I bet them to win by more than three and a half runs. They had to win by four runs for me to win this bet. But I was like, they're going to score eight runs in this game. And they're going to win this game eight to one, eight to two, eight to nothing. Right. It's an inferior nationals lineup. And then I go to dinner with my best friends in uh with beach, Delaware. And then I have a lovely night and at the end of the night, I'm like, Oh wait, I bet that game. I forgot. Right. And I and then I do a thing where I like look at my phone and I I cover it up with a piece of paper and I move it along inning by. That's inning. the
0: sweat you want to sweat right, even the like result. What?
1: Sweat, right? Oh that's my fun. god! There's two nothing after two. It's a long and sure enough the Mets get I think five runs in the fifth inning, fourth or fifth. It's seven nothing and then it's eight nothing and then it's nine nothing. I see right And the Mets get a run at the top of the ninth, making nine nothing. And I wasn't watching this game. And then the Nationals. No. My friend Eric said why. Why did they do this? And the Nationals scored five runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to lose nine to five. Now, I needed them to win by four. I won. But I remembered. I just was thinking, oh, if I'd been watching, how awful and glorious that would have been. <laughs> would have been I'm fun. Like, Get the third out. Oh, come on. I'd have been screaming at the TV. And then finally some guy flies out to end the game. And I won it. But, I mean, I went through that whole thing just going thing. And when I saw it, I got angry. And I thought just what my friend said out loud, which is I said then the national scored five runs to the bottom of the ninth. And he goes, why? Like why, why did they even try? Like why would they do that because um, it was pointless, but it was, it was a sweat. It was a sweat and that is gambling again that no one paid attention to in the country. A meaningless baseball game that meant everything and got incredibly dramatic.
2: And your basketball. stupid ass was enjoying right. company with your friends. Yeah. Out mm-hmm. at dinner when you could have just been sweating over a meaningless game because you put money on it. I mean, come that's on. Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's right. That's I feel like maybe, you, yeah,
2: maybe I understand this with like online shopping. I'm like, yep, put them in the cart. It's the thrill. <laughs> it's the <a> thrill.
0: <laughs> so we have to wrap up the uh, first part of Old School. So this is the uh, uh, where you don't need to be a member part of Old School. We're going to continue the conversation. Uh, it's for members only, but you can become a member if you're not at tyt.com slash join. And uh, all the kids do it. I've done it. I'm a member. And uh, I encourage you. And you can do it now. And then you can continue to monitor our conversation as we uh, as we continue. Uh, thank you, Francesca. Thank you, Ben. And thank you, everybody. Thank you. As I say, we'll continue for our members.